Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. Carter, how are you this morning? Great, as always. Just happy to be here. Fantastic. Um, And uh, we appreciate everybody hanging in with us as we had no episode last week because I was a little busy. And I think for the time being, we're going to go to this every other week format while I deal with things that I need to get done um, that are not trivia over tea related. So thanks for, thanks for tuning in uh, despite all that. And so let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Wallace. Hi, I'm Wallace Lucas. I'm from Athens, Georgia. I was born on a Saturday and I changed my outfit like three times because in a podcast that matters. And I'm drinking Mint Medley by Bigelow. Well, I'm glad you put so much thought into your um, outfit this morning. Uh, Thank you, Wallace, for being here today. And we also have Connor. Hi, I'm Connor Locke. I'm originally from Kansas City, Missouri, but right now I'm living in Denver. And um, something cool I'm about to do is move to Austria to uh, teach English. So I'm super pumped. Um, And I'm currently drinking... Some decaf, uh, mint. I had to switch. Um, sorry, I had my caffeinated uh, tea this morning. Very good. Well, thank you, Wallace and Connor, for being here today. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so, without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes, round one is our first general knowledge round. We'll each get five multiple choice questions. Questions here are worth 10 points each. So just choose the right answer and you'll get the 10 points. All righty, Wallace, you're up first. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Question one. Which of the following countries is the smallest by land area in Oceania? A, Fiji, B, Tuvalu, or C, Nauru? Tuvalu. Um, no, it's actually Nauru. Um, and Nauru consists only of one island uh, that is uh, eight square miles. Tuvalu is just over 10 square miles, and Fiji um, is one of the largest countries in uh, the region with over 700, oh, sorry, 7,000 square miles of land. Question three, two, sorry, question two. The Behringer family owns the site of what Arizona natural wonder, which prevents it from being a, nat- a national monument? A, the Grand Canyon. B, the meteor crater, or C, the petrified forest? B. That is correct, um, because the other two are national parks. Question three. Which of the following countries is home to the most bird species? A, India, B, Colombia, or C, the United States? I gotta think on that one. India? Um, No, it's actually Colombia. The number of bird species in Colombia varies between 1,800 to just over 2,000, depending on what organization you listen to. Question four. Which of the following cities is not a city in Los Angeles County, California? A, Burbank, B, Palmdale, or C, Santa Maria? And I apologize that my brother wrote this question, probably thinking that our contestants um maybe live in california which or have been there or have been which apparently <laughs> not i'm gonna flip a coin c 
That's correct. There's Santa no Mar- coin. That, yeah. Santa Maria is in Santa Barbara County. The other two are not. It's incredible. And finally, question five. In Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman escaped from Albuquerque to Omaha, Nebraska, where he took a job as a what? A, a manager of a Cinnabon, B, a taxi driver, or C, a salesman at Macy's? I feel like A is the most specific. And it'd be funny if that were the answer. So I'm going to go with that. That's correct. He was a manager of a Cinnabon. All righty, Connor. Incredible. Are you ready for your five questions? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Question one. Which, arti- which artist was the only performer to have three top 100 singles in 2014? A, Drake, B, John Legend, or C, Taylor Swift? Drake. That's correct. Um, his three uh, top 100 singles were Hold On, We're Going Home, Believe Me with Lil Wayne, and Zero to 100 slash The Ketchup. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Question two. In Breaking Bad, drug, drug lord Gus Fring used the trucks from what legitimate business to distribute his meth? A, Los Pollos Hermanos fried chicken chain, B, commercial laundry, or C, Federal Express? A. That's correct, the Los Pollos Hermanos. Gus did own a large commercial laundry which sat on top of his underground meth lab, but the distribution, the distribution was using the trucks of Los Pollos Hermanos that delivered the buckets of batter to restaurants across the southwestern U.S. Ooh, okay. Question three. Which of the following states did not secede from the Union at the outbreak of the Civil War? A, Arkansas, B, Tennessee, or C, Kentucky? See, that's correct. Uh, Kentucky was one of four so-called border states that remained loyal to the Union despite allowing slavery. Woo! Okay. Question four: The LA Metro plans on finishing the Purple Line extension in 2027, which will finally bring a metro station to what large university in Westwood? A. USC, B. UCLA, or C. Cal State University, Los Angeles. C. Um, no, this one is actually UCLA. Yeah, okay. Cal State LA is located pretty much downtown, as is USC. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, question written by my brother, likely <laughs> thinking that there were there was a California connection. Yeah, Alas. sorry. I've never been there either. <laughs> That's okay. Um, come visit. Uh, and finally, question five. On August 31st, 1987, Williamsport Bills catcher Dave Bresnahan deceived a runner on third base by sneakily replacing the baseball with what? A, a peach, B, a potato, or C, an apple? Um, hmm. I feel like a baseball, or I feel like a potato is like just as heavy as like, or closer to. So even though it might be a little misshapen, so I feel like I'm going to go with the potato. Okay, that's correct. Yes. Uh, it was a potato. <laughs> In a game against the Reading Phillies, Bresnahan switched gloves to one that had a shaved down potato. He fired the potato down the third baseline, prompting the runner to sprint home, at which point Bresnahan tagged him out with the real ball. The umpire awarded the runner home plate because of the deception, and Bresnahan was thrown out of the game, released from the team, and banned from the Eastern League. And he never played professional baseball again, but... His number was retired by the Bills in 1998 since fans applauded his ingenuity in potato 
incident. So well, there you that's go. Just cheating, but it, it, correct. Yes. <laughs> so, well, that's the end of round one. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have a close game with Wallace at thirty and Connor at forty. Alrighty, now it is time for round two. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, in round two, you each get five open-ended questions on the same topic. Questions here are worth 20 points each, and if you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. Alrighty, so you both are going to get five questions on the same subject. I don't think we've done this topic yet in round two. Uh, In honor of the fact that it's back-to-school season and um, college football is starting out, um, I am going to give each of you a university, and you're going to tell me their mascot. Okay. So, Wallace, are Europe first? Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Number one, start you out with an easy one. The University of Georgia. The Bulldogs. That's correct. The use of Bulldogs as the school's mascot dates back to 1920. And since 1956, the school has had a real dog named Ugga as the official mascot. And 10 Bulldogs have held the name. Okay. Number two, Iowa State University. I don't know Iowa State. Oh, my God. I know the Hawkeyes are the other school, but I'm going to guess that anyway. Yeah, the Hawkeyes are the other school. It's the other school. Yeah. Um, Connor, do you know? I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about Iowa. Um, No, that's Nebraska. Um, Iowa State University is the Cyclones. And uh, instead of a real cyclone, though, they have Cy the Cardinal as their official mascot. Number three, Oregon State University. The Ducks. That's the University of Oregon. Connor, do you know? I know. (laughs) Um, The Blue Jays. Uh, no, um, Oregon State University, they actually have the, um, the official uh, uh, state animal of Oregon as their mascot, which is the beavers. Um, and their, their mascot is Benny Beaver. Number four, Wallace. Wake Forest University. Cool. I should know this. That is so embarrassing. I should know it, but I don't. Mm. Okay. Let's hit him with another Bulldogs, just for fun. Uh, unfortunately, not the Bulldogs. Um, I know. Con- Connor, do you know? Uh, I'm terrible at these. Um, did we already say the Beavers? That was for Oregon State, yeah. <laughs> we already said the Beavers. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, the Groundhogs. Uh, no, Wake Forest University, they are the Demon Deacons. Uh, in 1923, after an impressive win over Duke University's predecessor, Trinity College, sorry, Carter, um, a sports writer wrote that the Deacons, Wake Forest was affiliated with the Baptist Convention at the time, um, that the Deacons fought like demons. And so the name stuck. And finally, number five for you, Wallace, Georgetown University. Thanks. I'm going to go Bulldogs again. Okay, no. Uh, Connor? <laughs> The snakes. Uh, no, uh, Georgetown Hoyas. Um, and it's derived from the Latin Hoya Saxa, meaning what rocks, which is a college yell of Georgetown. So cool. there you go. 
Well, Connor, um, you're up. Uh, same topic. Um, <laughs> here we go. Um, again, start chat with an easy one. Um, okay. Number one, the University of Missouri. Oh, uh, the Tigers. That's correct. Um, the name is derived from a band of Union Home Guards, the uh, Fighting Tigers of Columbia, that protected the city from the Confederate guerrillas in Civil War. Hmm. Question two, or number two, Virginia Tech. Are they the Hornets? No. Damn it. Wallace? Sorry. I should know this one too, but I don't. Okay. Want to take a guess? No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Virginia Tech is the Hokies. Oh, that uh, was my guess. I, really? You should have been. <laughs> I was like, a Hokie is not a real thing. Yeah, what is a Hokie? Um, you know, that's that's an interesting. Uh, it's interesting that you asked that because I feel like that get get that gets asked in the state of Virginia um, a lot, and <laughs> nobody really knows. Um, or at least that's my <laughs> that's my oh. perception of it. Um, as someone who a does not come from a Virginia Tech family, and B had no desire to go to Virginia Tech, um, but the name comes from a college yell written in 1896 by O. M. Stoll. The mascot is the Hokie Bird, which looks like a turkey. So, yeah, but it's kind of a made-up thing, I think. Anyway, well, um, Connor, number three, Arizona State University. Um, hmm. Well, what animals do they have in Arizona? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, I don't even know, the, the coyotes. No. Wallace? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, Arizona Arizona State University Sun Devils. Oh shoot. Yeah. Um, oh. Sparky the Sun Devil uh, was designed yeah. by former Disney illustrator Burke Anthony in 1951. Number four. Texas Christian University or TCU. Um. Yeah, I've been saying real animals, so I feel like. That's just really off base. It's been really off base. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that this one is a real animal. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, real animal in Texas. Okay. <clears throat> a, an otter. No. Uh, Wallace? <laughs> they are something to the tune of a horned frog. That is correct. The Texas Christian University horned frogs and, and refers to the Texas horned lizard, otherwise, otherwise known as the horned frog. And finally, number five, Purdue University. Purdue? Purdue. I'm going to go with like an ox. An ox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Really? It's not an ox? No, it's not an ox. <laughs> not an ox. Um, that'd be interesting. That'd be a fun mascot, but um, alas, um, no. Wallace, do you know? I feel like it's something out there. It I feel is. Like, it's like an engineer or something. Oh, you're close. Like, you're, I know. You're close. I know I'm close. Yeah. I don't have a follow-up guess. Okay. Um, I've, I think we can give you... Um, so half credit of half credit. So what? five points, I think, for Wallace on that one. Um, Purdue University, they are the Boilermakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I the... knew it. 
Um, and uh, the Boilermaker Special, a Victorian-era locomotive, has been the official mascot of Purdue since the 1930s. The university had been a leader um, of research into railroad technology since the 1890s. So there you go. Well, um, that's the end of round two. So, uh, Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Wallace at 65 points and Connor at 60. All right, now honestly, it's time for a uh... nail biter. I was honestly expecting to get destroyed by Wallace, so this is not bad. Yeah, we're 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 keeping it close, keeping it close right now. It's now time for round three. So, Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round three is a lot like round two, but now you have questions on a variety of topics. Uh, questions here are worth thirty points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for fifteen points. Alrighty, Wallace, you're, uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Question one. What interstate highway provides the main east-west link through northern Georgia, connecting Augusta with Atlanta and points west? That would be I-20. That is correct. It runs 201 miles in the state between the borders with South Carolina and Alabama. I live right off I-20. There you go. All my parents do. Question two. In 2016, what country's Senate convicted President Dilma Rousseff of breaking budgetary laws and removed her from office? I have no idea. Okay. Turkey. Not Turkey. Connor, no. Connor, do you know? Is it Brazil? It is Brazil. Yes! Yes! Okay. The, uh, the Brazilian Senate voted 61 to 20 to convict, well surpassing the two-thirds threshold needed. Very good. I've never heard of this in my life. Yeah. Clearly, I should have directed all the Brazilian questions to uh, Connor. How many is it Brazilian? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, question three. Um, Monroe County, Florida consists of a largely uninhabited part of the Everglades and what chain of islands off the southern coast of the state? The, the Keys. That's correct, the Florida Keys, yes. And question four. What amendment to the U.S. Constitution moved the presidential inauguration day from March 4th to January 20th? I shouldn't ask this. Yeah. You had to know I was yeah. going to roll out a Constitution question for you. Mm-hmm. 22nd. Not the 22nd. Connor? Um, 24th. Uh, no, this was the 20th Amendment. Um, it was ratified in 1933, and the first inauguration held under the 20th Amendment was President Franklin Roosevelt's second inauguration on January 20th, 1937. And finally, question five. When British General Edward Braddock was killed in the Battle of the Monongahela in the French and Indian War, what volunteer aide-de-camp was able to impose some order among the remaining troops in Braddock's ranks, despite having no official position in the chain of command? It's somebody you've heard of. That's my hint. Well, the Monongahela's here. I made sure to drill that in my brain. Mm -hmm. French and Indian War. French and Indian War. Oh. Somebody you've heard of. Pitt. William Pitt. That's um, no, not uh, not William Pitt. I know. Uh, he was he was the prime minister. My guy. Oh yeah, he's the prime. I think. 
you can't see me. I'm turning my mic off. I'm leaving, actually. Um, Connor, do you know? Um, will, you, will you say the question again, please? Sure. When British General... Oh, my God. No, I know. When British General Edward Braddock was killed in the Battle of the, of the Monongahela in the French and Indian War, what volunteer aide-de-camp was able to impose some order among the remaining troops and Braddock's ranks, despite having no official position in the chain of command? Yeah, I, I can't even come up with a name, so... Wallace, you want to... George Washington. It was George Washington, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was the disastrous end of the Braddock expedition in the war. Washington had been serving as volunteer aide-de-camp for Braddock since he knew the territory well. Um, I think we can give Wallace half credit for eventually getting to the right answer. Yeah. What? Wow. I was in the wrong. She's been getting a lot of half 30 credits. years. We, we do head. that. We do that sometimes. I mean, if you were to, okay. if you were to give an answer that warranted half credit, we would certainly give you half credit. So okay. don't worry. No, it, it cuts both ways. Don't worry. Um, Connor, are you ready for your five round three questions? <sighs> yes. Okay. Question one. What interstate highway would you take to drive from Kansas City, Missouri to Des Moines, Iowa? That's funny because I should know that. Um, 45. Not 45. Wallace? I took this highway. I made a wrong turn onto this. 55. Uh, no, you should have gone the other direction. It was I-35. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, just under 200 miles to drive between the two cities. I've definitely done the drive, too. No. <laughs> Question two. Kathy Hockle is currently serving as the first female governor of what state? How about how about uh, Arizona? Uh, not Arizona. Wallace? North Dakota. Uh, no, New York. Slay. Uh, yeah. She succeeded Andrew <laughs> Cuomo after he resigned amidst scandal last year. Mm. Yes. Question three. In 1691, Dukes County, New York was transferred to Massachusetts. The county primarily consists of what popular vacation island? Um, 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 a cove. Something cove. No. Wallace, do you know? I have no idea. Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> it, was, it was Martha's Vineyard. What? That's correct. Yes. It's the only island I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's oh two big God. vacation islands. There's Martha's Vineyard and there's Nantucket. So. And oh it, yeah. Yeah. So there had to, it had to be one of the two, and it was Martha's Vineyard. Um, question four, Connor. The 2012 movie Argo follows the rescue of six American diplomats who evaded being held hostage in what country? It's called Argo. Argo. Yeah. Mm. Who evaded being held hostage? In what country? Um, Iraq. No, not Iraq. Wallace? And Can't decide. I should, I should know this. I don't. No. Didn't you want to just throw a country out there? On Connor's theme? Afghanistan. Um, you, you were on either side of it. Iran. Iran. No! Iran. Yeah. Uh, um, we made film, a little sandwich. You did. Uh, the film won Best Picture at that year's Oscars. And I finally... Yeah. I was 12. <laughs> I, 
I saw it on a plane actually coming back from London. Yeah, this is a good film. I don't know that I wanted to watch it on a plane, but yeah. <laughs> um, at any rate, finally, question five. In 2015, President Obama redesignated Mount McKinley as what? Uh, I really couldn't <laughs> come up with anything. Okay. Unfortunately. Wallace, do you know? No. Okay. Um, it's uh, the, the official name of the mountain is Denali, uh, which is also the name of the national park that it is oh. in. Um, and uh, that's the name that the local um, Koyukon people have used for the mountain for centuries. And Alaskans generally refer to the mountain as Denali, despite its official designation as Mount McKinley from 1917 to 2015. There you go. So it's in Alaska. It's in Alaska. Yeah. Right in, the, okay. right in the middle of the state, pretty much. Oh my God. I missed all I knew the that. questions. I didn't know yeah. Well, that's the end of round three. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Wallace at 155 and Connor at 75. Well, now it's time for round four. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown, where you'll each get three questions. I will ask you to write down or make note of your answers to those questions, and we'll review your answers about the same time. Questions here worth 40 points each. Okay. Uh, Wallace, Connor, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Question one. In addition to his frequent collaborations with Frederick Lowe, Librettist and lyricist Alan J. Lerner collaborated with what German composer on the musical Love Life? Okay, do we have any guesses, answers? Wallace? Me? Yeah. I didn't want to overthink it. So I went with the first Germanish name I thought of, which was Hammerstein. Okay. Um, Connor? Kurt Weiss. Uh, what was the last name you said? Vice. Um, so it's Kurt Vile. Vile. Um, yeah, I think. Yes, yes, we, yes. yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give it to you. Yes. Uh, I, I think full full credit for Connor. That's that's who. Yeah, that's who she was. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so Kurt, Kurt Vile. Um, the show follows a married couple, Sam and Susan Cooper, who never age as they progress from 1791 to 1948. That's so bizarre. Weird show, yes. Um, um, Hammerstein, um, Oscar II was the, he was a librettist lyricist as well. Um, and he worked with Richard Rogers. Primarily. I know. Yeah. And also Jerome Kern before Rogers. Um, yeah, anyway. Question two. In 1987, who became the first deaf performer to win an Academy Award for acting? Wallace looked like she knew it. Pretty quickly, or maybe not. Okay. I had a guess quickly. Okay, well that's good. All right, uh, Connor, do you have a a guess answer? Um, yeah, I I don't have a guess. Okay. <laughs> Wallace. Is it Marley Matlin? It is Marley Matlin. Um, her win came for her role in the film *Children of a Lesser God*. And at 21 years and 218 days, she remains the youngest winner in the Best Actress category in history. And finally, question three. According to Greek mythology, who killed the Minotaur? 
Well, who gets to go first? Whoever, uh, Wallace, I'll go back to you. Is it Theseus? Connor? I was going to say Hercules. It was Theseus, yes. Um, Theseus used Ariadne's string to navigate the labyrinth and find the half-man, half-bull creature. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, can you please tell us the final score? That's the end? Yeah. We have Wallace at 235 points and Connor at 115. (laughs) Well, Wallace, you have one. Do you have anything that you would like to say? It was really great to see you again, Matthew and Connor. Yeah. Thank you for your questions, except round two. Um, yeah, that was a tough round. Sorry about that's that. All. I thought it was a fun, fun topic, but evidently. Me too. Evidently wrong crowd. <laughs> um, but great. Well, thank you for those very kind words, Wallace. <laughs> um, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Wallace and Connor, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Tanner Tim, Lucas Hauser, Andy Cook, Mason Cook, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us on any of these platforms if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in two weeks from now when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. So thank you. Uh, We will see you in two weeks.